So, a couple weeks ago, I was going to record this podcast, and then I waited. And I'm kind of glad that I waited, um, because now I have even more to talk about, which I'll get into in a second, um, but for those of you who are new, welcome to Honey and Soul, or another episode of Honey and Soul. Um, I try to be as unfiltered as possible on this, because I think that it means more to me and to other people when you just speak your mind and people get to hear what you actually think. Um, so yeah, today is going to be a lot about, um, just random kindness, getting all my belongings stolen in Vegas and, um, (laughs) fashion week, (laughs) um, and being, uh, insensitive to gun violence at fashion week, which I didn't even think that I, that, you know, we need to talk about, but, um, yeah, let's get to the episode. So first, um, I guess let's go in chronological order. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I went to Vegas with my friends. It was my first time going to Vegas. I, I I wouldn't say that I'm a huge partier. I don't think of myself that way. And I also have never thought, oh, I really want to go to Vegas. It was more, oh, I really want to go to Vegas because I know I'm not going to like it, but I want to go once to, you know, just get it over with because, you know, I turned 21 almost a year ago and I feel like this is something you should do when you're legal. So, or not that you should do, but, you know, it's fun to do. Um, So we went to Vegas and... Our first night, we went to this nightclub, Dre's, um, and we saw Wiz Khalifa. It was really great. Um, We get to Caesar's Palace at maybe 3 a.m., and I go to get my wallet out of my friend's bag, and it's gone. Um, It was funny because on the drive to the airport, we were talking about places where we've cried publicly, and we were both saying how, you know, we've never cried publicly at home, but, you know... I've cried publicly in San Francisco or something. We were just talking about where we've cried in public. And I can now add Caesars Palace in Las Vegas to this list. Um, (laughs) And I remember we went back to the nightclub. They didn't have it. Um, I kept calling the next day. uh, And the crazy thing is, you know, I tend to lose things really easily. Um, So... What upset me the most about this was that it wasn't like I just lost it. Someone had... I have a very distinct memory of handing my ID to the bouncer, getting it back, putting it back in my wallet, putting my wallet in my friend's bag and zipping it because the chain was coming out um, from my wallet. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, no one was going to steal it, which is ironic. Um, And the TSA agent, when I was coming home, told me that this happens a lot, that people will... Um, when you're not looking, unzip your bag and take your stuff. Um, and my wallet was pretty chunky, which is why my stuff got stolen and no one else's did. Um, so yeah, took all my debit cards, credit IDs, my AAA card, uh, my school ID. Uh, <laughs> and I almost went home and my friends convinced me to stay and it actually was a pretty good rest of the trip. Um, We ended up going to Carbone, which is a restaurant that I really wanted to go to. Uh, Amazing pasta. Uh, Totally worth everything we paid, at least for me. I'm a huge pasta and wine girl. Um, (laughs) I post about it a lot, so it's probably a little obvious. But yeah, and um, 
my favorite part about this story is that to get home, to get across state lines, I all I had was a copy of my passport on my phone. Well, TSA doesn't take um, copies on your phone. You have to have it printed out. So I get to TSA and basically they go through and ask you a lot of questions, ask you birth dates of your family members, people you live with, um, just to figure out and verify if you're an actual person. And they have someone on the phone who is uh, looking up all this information as you're telling them. Uh, and then they do a very thorough, very thorough pat down Um and then they went through all my suitcases and that was when the woman told me that this happens a lot um but my favorite part about this is that I made it home with $200 that my friend had won for me because they wouldn't let me bet the money I'd brought um or the casinos wouldn't let me $200 that she had won for me um in roulette during roulette is that how you would say it yeah and um her credit card so all I had was $200 in someone else's credit card, and I made it across state lines. So that, that's probably one of my favorite stories from the summer. Um, and then uh, fast forward to, I believe this was two weeks ago, I needed to get a new license. What was this last week? It was a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, and so in California, you have to get the real ID, um, which I had already done this summer, but now I had to get it again. So I went to the DMV at like 7 a.m. Um, I didn't bring my new debit cards because I started using Apple Pay. And I was like, I have no reason to bring my debit cards yet. I'm fine. Well, I didn't have my credit card. Sorry, excuse me. Um, I had a credit card, but they don't take credit. They um, <laughs> will only take cash, a check, or a debit card. So I get there and... I realize once I've finally been seen by the woman at the desk and she tells me that I need to pay that I don't have this money. So I'm freaking out. My friend offers to come bring me his debit card. Um, and then this man in front of me says, how much money do you need? And I said, oh, I need $25. Um, and he says, um, okay. And he pulls out $25 and gives it to me. And I told him, well, I, I don't have any way of paying you. Um, and he said, don't worry about it. This man um, just gave me $25 out of the kindness of his heart. I had done nothing to deserve this. I was I was the one who was stupid in this scenario. And this man was so kind. And I almost started crying on the spot, kind of because I was sleep deprived, but also because you know, there are still good people out there and we still live in a world where true kindness exists. And in a time where we are so divided and so focused on what's going wrong in the world, it's amazing to me to have someone just do a random act of kindness towards me. Um, because I think that says a lot about who you are as a person and says a lot about how you view the world and how you want the world to be. Um, so this guy is now my hero um and it just really touched me and you know I believe in paying it forward so you know the next time someone doesn't have money for coffee or even the next time I go to a coffee shop um I'm gonna practice paying it forward that's my you know what that's my goal for the week my um what do I want to call this my uh kindness goal or something I don't know that's kind of lame but you get what I mean um and now, this part is, ugh, 
this story just already disgusts me. But, um, okay, so today I get a text from a good friend of mine from school and she said, oh, I have a new idea for your podcast. Um, and I was like, oh, great. Maybe it's, you know, health and wellness oriented or um, something fun that I can talk about. And I look at the screenshot she sends me and some designer at Fashion Week, I'm not sure if it's New York or London, I think it was New York, um, someone had decided that they needed to make a sweatshirt line. Um, Oh, the brand is Brick Owens. I'm looking at it right now. Um, Yeah, they made a sweatshirt line that had the names of uh, a lot of big shootings. Like, for example, I'll read these to you. There's a Sandy Hook sweatshirt. Um, let's see, what else? Stoneman Douglas, um, Virginia Tech, and Columbine. I don't even think that I need to say this. I shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to explain why this is bad. I realize I'm raising my voice, um, so apologies to anyone wearing earbuds. But, um, yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) There's a certain level of human decency that most people should just know. I mean, everyone should just know, but apparently some people d- don't, you know, they don't get it. Um, fashion is supposed to be an expression, in my opinion, this is my definition of it, um, an expression of who you are. And fashion has always been this place where people can experiment with colors and glitter and tassels and taffeta and I've always been fascinated by fashion. Fashion is not exploiting someone else's tragedy. There's no world where that is okay. There's no dimension where, or no part of life where it's okay to take a mass shooting and turn it into I was going to say fast fashion, which is probably what this would be sold as, but, um, because, and I'm, it's hard for me to put into words how much this upsets me because I feel like we've gotten to a point where everyone has an opinion on everything. Everyone feels like they need to, um, do something shocking to get everyone's attention. That's not necessary. You know, I mean, I understand the idea that, you know, people going to fashion week and wanting to make a statement. I understand that. If you're a good designer, your clothes will make that statement for you. If you are Brick Owens and you decide to use um, a bunch of the mass shootings, and let me tell you that there are over 300. I don't know the exact number. I remember in May or something, it was 311. Um, we've had at least, what, five in the past month? Um using that as a way to get attention and as a way to profit is just horrifying to me because we're trying to stop gun violence and you are trying to find uh get get financial gain or yeah financially gain from it there we go um i'm getting better english as this podcast goes on um (laughs) it's just I think what this shows 
is that there are always going to be people who just don't get it and who it's like the light just doesn't flick on in their brains because excuse me if I'm, you know, speaking too bluntly about this, which I think is a whole other thing that we have to keep our opinions closed off um, or held in, I guess. I, I just, we live in a time where uh, finding some sort of gun reform is seen as hating all Republicans or hating all people that own a gun. Um, not necessarily Republicans. And I mean, I remember when San Francisco a couple weeks ago, or maybe this was a week ago, time is just blending for me, when they, the San Francisco City Council decided to unanimously vote, I believe, I believe it was unanimous, um, that the NRA is a, ter- a domestic terrorist organization. Do I disagree? No. Do I think that that was a good move politically? Absolutely not. I mean, (laughs) let's think about this. The NRA has the Republican Senate wrapped around its finger. Um, And to call the NRA a a domestic terrorist organization is only going to make things harder for people who are actually trying to enact change with gun laws. Um, And I don't want to get too much into this because I think that this is a whole other episode but what I want to leave uh, leave this episode with is that, you know, we all have our differences. We all want to have our voices heard, or maybe we don't. But in my case, I want to have my voice heard. But there is, there's a line between saying your opinion and getting attention at the expense of others. The President of the United States is getting attention at the expense of others and that's exactly what this fashion brand is doing and it pains me to see that this is actually happening because I mean it's one thing to you know tweet something that's inappropriate and then you apologize it's another to create a fully planned out fashion line geared towards um I don't know if it's promoting or I mean who if if they're trying to raise awareness of these mass shootings, it's you I mean you're creating things that people would wear. So how is that helping? How is that contributing to society in a positive way? How is that making people feel better about what's happening in our country? How is that making people feel like they're safe? Because when it comes down to it, we live in a country where you can go to school, a movie theater, a garlic festival, um Walmart and get shot and it's horrifying and I don't really have anything else to say about it so before I start crying because this is just it just made me so mad um I want to leave this on a positive note and not just depress everyone who's listening to this um I've been rambling for longer than I wanted to but um Let's talk about some music really quick. Halsey came out with a new song called Graveyard. I love it. Someone was saying that they aren't into her music anymore because it's too emo. To me, Halsey has always been emo, and I love it. (laughs) That's exactly why I listen to her. Um, Post Malone also came out with a new album, um, which is really good. Favorite songs are Staring at the Sun and Die For You. Um, Circles is also really good. Um, And yeah... 
I was supposed to see Chance the Rapper this past Saturday, and he moved his entire tour to January, so if anyone wants to go see Chance the Rapper in February in Boston, or has tickets that they're selling for the Boston show, let me know. Um, Yeah, and on that note, I will see you guys next time, and thanks for listening.